0: The scientific consensus is that the world is in the midst of an environmental emergency. Every country on Earth has felt the effects. Rising sea levels, catastrophic storms, raging wildfires, devastating droughts, and fierce floods that lead to other problems. Food shortages, habitat destruction, environmental refugees. The most recent effort to tackle the causes of global climate change was held in Glasgow, Scotland, in early November. COP26 is the acronym for the 26th gathering of the Conference of the Parties, meaning governments and activists that say they're committed to solving climate change. Penn State students in the Belisario College of Communications reached out to our peers at the University of Strathclyde in Glasgow. They were in the thick of COP26, and they shared their insider's insight about what happens when leaders of 197 countries come to town to try to fix the planet. Welcome to Cop Talk Across the Pond, where Belisario students talk to their peers in Glasgow about their impressions of COP26. Hello, my name is Pasquale Tartaro. Among the sights and sounds of the recent climate change protests in Glasgow, Scotland, prominent figures such as former US President Donald Trump and India's Prime Minister Narendra Modi could be seen walking through the crowded streets in handcuffs. Well, not exactly. On today's episode of Cop Talk Across the Pond, you'll hear about the wittiest ways in which the people in Glasgow have expressed their views on how world leaders are dealing with climate change. You'll also learn how the summit served as a stimulant for cultural appreciation and diversity. Top 26 sparked over 100,000 demonstrators to gather in rain-swept Glasgow for the Climate Justice March. The protests illustrated how the uphill battle to curb climate change has stimulated a growing protest movement that aims to put global leaders under pressure for a broad range of causes, including racial injustice and income equality. The scene was decorated by those dressed in accordance with their native lands to highlight the disproportionate impact of climate change on many developing countries, such as the South Pacific, where island nations are beginning to lose ground to rising sea levels. With waving banners, beating drums, and chanting, the colorful protest filled up so much that at one point, the New York Times notes, it took more than one hour to pass a fixed point. Journalist and University of Strathclyde graduate student, Adidas Sonyanke was at the march to report on it for a feature story he was working on. As he watched, protesters dressed as world figures passed by. There was former U.S. President Donald Trump in handcuffs. Also in shackles was a figure dressed as Indian Prime Minister Modi. The protesters' message seemed clear. The failure of world leaders to take meaningful action on climate change was criminal.
1: They were in handcuffs and they were walking around the whole march saying that, that they should be held responsible for it because they are the world leaders. We were just common people. We had elected them as one and they didn't do what they were supposed to do. So they were actually holding them accountable for it, which is kind of true.
0: This demonstration was organized by a group called Plant-Based Treaty. Their campaign is designed to put food systems at the forefront of combating the climate crisis. The organization has been endorsed by over 20,000 individuals. Its call for action by world leaders was amplified by the thousands of protesters alongside them. For two weeks, solidarity swept through Glasgow as advocates pushed towards a common goal. Adida was born and raised in India. He detailed how the buzz surrounding the conference managed to galvanize diverse groups of people from around the
1: world. I think for everyone, not just people of Scotland, in Scotland, even people from other parts like me, myself, we were just... Excited and happy to be a part of something this big. It really blew my mind and I was like really happy about it.
0: For more on COP26 and how it united the protesters of Scotland, I sat down with the data to discuss his experience as an active journalist throughout the past few weeks. Did the conference energize the people of Scotland in your estimation?
1: If you would have been at March, it really did. People were there and holding the cards, banners, flowers, and they were shouting the slogans out loud, cheering for the peop- other people who were attending the conference, it was really good. But surprisingly, they weren't excited for the people who have flown in, like the ones holding the conference. They were excited for other people who were joining it, like common people like themselves. They're excited for that, but not for the people holding the conference.
0: Okay, so can you take me behind the scenes? Obviously, people in America and outside of Scotland, they were able to view videos of the conference and see videos of the streets and people outside. But w- can you just take me behind the scenes? What was something that like someone like myself maybe didn't see during this process?
1: So everyone was just focusing on the the leaders speaking, what their views were, and everything of that sort. But... Less focus was given on how enthusiastic the general public was and how much stuff they put in to just be there. If you didn't know, people flew in from Asia, like Bangladesh. The government themselves sponsored their visit to for the COP26 thing. So people came in all from all parts of the world. And on top of that, they they even had like many bands performing Like cheering the people. It was like a great time over there just by the people themselves. I'm not even talking about the conference that, that was held there during marches and during the small events that were held. People really put their all in it and they did give the time of their lives for it. It was surreal to be there. Sounds like a
0: great experience now. I know you said you're from India, but do you believe that the conference served as an opportunity? to showcase Scotland as an independent nation. Could you describe the general feeling behind the community in terms of pride as it relates to hosting the conference?
1: It was a proud moment for them as well because it wasn't just something UK based. It was all the world leaders were flying from their parts of the world to Scotland. And people just felt excited and really proud that they are in a country where Honestly, the eyes of the world were on Glasgow, Scotland, when COP26 was held, and that made them really happy. They were taking pride that they were a part of something this big. They were just happy about it in general because it wasn't just any other political thing taking place. It was about climate change, and everyone was really into it. Like you know, they they wanted to give their all.
0: If you were explaining to someone who is not familiar with COP26, how would you describe to them the significance of the conference?
1: Just by the sheer number of people who were into it, I would say it was something of a mass realization. Even if someone who wasn't aware about climate change, who wasn't related to any of this, you know, people are really busy in their lives. They, They are having their own struggles. So they might not be aware of what's happening around them. But if they were just there, if they would have just witnessed the whole scenario in front of them. They would go home thinking about it and they would go home like aware, more informed that what's happening and somewhere I, I genuinely feel that people with how much persuasive they were and how much effort they were putting in to give around the message that about climate change and how we should embrace sustainable uh, lifestyle. I would say people would go back home and put in efforts to change at least the little things that could help so it was significant on a really like huge scale for everyone who was there and everyone who witnessed it and also like it was broadcasted everywhere i think it was like a huge ordeal so it, it, it would have changed hearts according to me because for me for one i was there i attended it and i'm not Vegan yet, or whatever, but I did very consciously. Went back home, and when I went for grocery, I changed it for like a plant based butter. It's it's not a big thing, but it's something there, like you know, something. And I think the little things that people can do and put in it does matter.
0: That's some great insight, and it truly sounded like an amazing experience. Thank you again for joining me for this interview, it's very much appreciated.
1: Thank you for having me and, like, you know, just having me share my opinion and my experience. You've been listening to University
0: of Strathclyde graduate student Adidas Sonyanke. I want to extend my gratitude to you for joining me for the first episode of Cop Talk Across the Pond. In the streets of Glasgow, protesters, mainly teens and young adults, said that world leaders were not doing enough to address climate change. On the next episode, Penn State's Jeb Gross will talk about the protest with Robin McAvoy and Caleb Barraclaw at the University of Strathclyde. Be with us for Cop Talk Across the Pond. A climate conversation between Belisario College of Communication students at Penn State and student journalists at the University of Strathclyde in Glasgow.